When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett's back. And Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. It is a, a glorious day to start. Uh, Brett's got to be loving every second of this. Oh, He's in a heat wave tank top and thong. <laughs> I don't know what's going on yet. Yeah, leaving Chicago. Not fun in Chicago, I'm guessing. Miserable. Over the weekend. The sun didn't come out one time. Other than the cruddy wedding, or uh, uh, weather, funeral. how was the funeral? <laughs> the funeral was probably the highlight <laughs> yeah, compared to that weather. The best part. Me? At least you were inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, Brett's back. Good to have you home. Thank you. Didn't get shot? No. That's good, too. I was nearly shot Friday. Oh. If I want to play that game. Because I was uh, at the Suns game and uh, alerts come over while you're there Friday night. Active shooter downtown Phoenix. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So uh, suddenly there's a buzz. You know, because it's Do we stay to in? Oh, well, yeah, you stay in. <laughs> he starts coming into the Suns game. Everyone shooting. leave. Good Lord. What kind of door security that? What, are the, what good are those? And by the way, I don't think, I'm just going to say it, I don't think. And this is to all the shooters out there that they actually have those uh, metal detectors turned on at when you go through. When you go through, I, and then they'll wand you. I've asked them to wand me several times. Like I got a uh, metal shoulder, I got two metal hips, I got uh, I'm I'm loaded. I'm bionic. There should be enough that would trip it. At least the buzzy thing yeah. in their hands, right? So I go in there. I forgot to take my keys out of my pocket. I'm Going through the thing, I put my wallet, my phone, and a little gray box to shove through the other thing that they're supposed to inspect. Totally forgot keys. Walked right through it. I'm like, these aren't on. There's no way. This isn't on. I wasn't even worried. But active shooter downtown. So, of course, I get the talk. Did you, were you downtown Friday at the Suns game? I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. We were down there. We got so nervous. I'm like, why? There's an active shooter. I'm like, he shot one guy. 
And the, the, the cops killed him. It was great. It's one of those things. He revealed himself. Uh, the cop that got shot, hopefully, is going to be okay. They say he's going to. And then they killed that guy. It's a perfect night. We were so scared. And you kind of felt it. Like, when it was going on, you kind of felt when the news got around the the people around you, they're like, oh, we're all a little bit on edge about that. Like, when the news comes out, it's like, uh-oh, what do we do? We got a basketball game to watch. If he's still shooting at the end of the basketball game, we got trouble because he's basically an army. Because if you can get away, it was like 7 o'clock, 7.30, when he started shooting. Maybe it was 8 because the game started at 8. I think we'll be all right. We got till 10.30. If the dude's still wandering about for two and a half that's hours. That's a lot of lead. Yeah. That's, look, he's going to need a nap. He's, if we can't pin him down, we're all done. But, yeah, it was weird because people thought, you know, they had a situation. Well, people, that's just the day that ends in Y in Chicago. I don't know what, <laughs> right, what's Right, that's going true. On. Chicago, like, we got an active shooter downtown. Yeah, of course we do. It's called Chicago. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the Algonquin word for active shooter. Just stay away from this corner. Yeah. And everybody's like, where is he? First off, probably not going to stay there the whole time. If he does, they'll get him. Don't worry. But, yeah. Good. Shot him dead in Tempe. It wasn't even close. And then at the end of the night, you know, because people kind of remembered for 20 minutes, and then at 1030, they all file out together, and you realize you're standing next to a bunch of high-rises with wide-open windows, and you walk out in a giant bunch. That is the, the scariest place I stand pretty much on a regular basis is that uh, footprint center uh, little lobby area. As you, you they and you think back, the behind you is an apartment building with wide open windows. <laughs> like, oh my God, we are sitting ducks. The H and A Tranche does the that. The H and A Tranche has that, that window. I yeah. open All you had to w- do was that mini sprint. Yeah, in your home. That's it. Haul ass, but I mean, I'm saying Megan zigzag. When you are when you are standing in that pile of people trying to get into the arena. Yeah. All around you. Our potential anythings can be, you know, lobbed down towards you. I'm just giving you pointers, you know, if you're thinking about it. But it is the single most vulnerable I can be on a regular basis to that kind of thing. But people were weird about it. It wasn't really an active shooter. The guy took a shot. I guess that's active and shooting, so they call it. But, they, you know, the, the catchphrase is active shooter, so you assume, you know, AR-15s wandering around just, you know, plugging away. Not the case. But did they, people were weird. Did they follow up and said? Situation contained? No. No, it was the phones. It wasn't like the arena made the announcement. It was like well, it no, got no, around I'm saying the, even on the phone. No. Saying, oh. it got, well, basically, it wasn't even like an alert on the phone. You, people were getting texts from their family. Oh, gotcha. There's a shooter. And then, you know, everybody grabs their phone and starts looking. Like, where? And then you realize, oh, it's not that bad. We're, we don't have to worry about it too much. It was weird. But uh, the way people responded was strange because there was like a lull. And then we were back to watching basketball. Like we, we cared for a second, and then went, nah, screw it. I'm not going to get killed. So. Active shooter. And went, Gorilla, shoot me a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they pull out <laughs> that gun and fire T-shirts at you. I'm like, huh, kind of a gun culture, I guess. I kind of yeah, wonder why it's going on so much. But uh, interesting. Have they fired Cliff Kingsbury yet? And not what the are they waiting yet. for? Lovey Smith got fired, and he won the game. Like immediately I after mean, the game, they fired is him. Is he welcome back to Chicago? Love got him. him the first pick. <laughs> no, don't worry about no. that. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Love Actually, he did a lot They may for have him. a parade for him. Took him to the Super Bowl, lost, but took him there. Did a, got him their first pick yesterday by, by winning. Yeah, the, the Bears are the number. They're on the clock. But I don't know what. And the Cardinals are, what, third or fourth pick now, three or four? Uh, they're going to have another high draft pick. And what do you do? Do you pick a quarterback? Kyler's going to be out till at least Thanksgiving. If he comes back the same at all, you're going to have a new coach. Who I don't think any coach is going to want to be part of this mess with 
you know, strapped down to, to a quarterback that nobody's sure about, at least their health. Sean Payton's got options. They keep saying Sean Payton's name, but, I mean, if the Rams job opens up, he's taking that. Uh, the Broncos probably better than here. Carolina, New Orleans might Someone open up. Someone said something about they, they would keep it in-house, and uh, they better not. The guy was writing an article was against it, but he's Vance Joseph stepping up as a head coach. It, they'll interview Vance Joseph, but yeah. which is, I think, the most offensive thing they do to African-American people is force interviews uh, and then go hire someone else. It's like, we have to interview somebody. But you got Sean Payton on your mind. You have to get through your Rooney rule of, i got to interview somebody of color. Remember, who was it, Dennis Green? When they knew he wasn't getting the job, and I'm like, all right, why don't you fly your ass up here so we can chat with a black guy because we've already made our hire. We just can't do it until we talk to you. It's like it's it's more racist and offensive than anything else. But, uh, yeah, Vance Joseph would be a decent choice, but I think this, you know, you need a big, big coach who's got wild success behind him for the Cardinals to move I don't know if forward. the Cardinals can get that. I don't that. think they can pull it. Yeah. I think, that you know, Vance Joseph wouldn't be a bad move, but do you want any part of what's in this regime – to stick around. I think a full cardinal douching is in order. Like you everybody goes. Everybody goes. Like you don't you don't bring any of the toxicity that is in that building now back at all. Not one thing. Well, I think Bidwell should throw in Cliff's pad in uh, Paradise Valley and Veronica <laughs> right. to, to up the stakes a what little a bit. What a great idea. I mean, hey, you'll get everybody over here. Yeah, and I bet you for the next year or two with that money that they could talk Cliff and say, look, you're fired, but we still got to pay you. You're going to cuck the new coach with your girlfriend. <laughs> well, all right, I guess I'll go for that. And he just has to watch Veronica bang the new coach every once in a while on that beautiful house in PV. It's a four-year contract. Yeah. Includes influencer. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to our home. Uh, she's waiting for you in the bedroom. It's nice to see you, Mr. Payton. Where's the broad? She's back there. I'll go watch with you. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great idea because yeah. that house is spectacular. That should be – the Cardinals should buy it from Cliff and make it the coach's house. For, they give it to him like this is where this is where we house our coach. This oh, yeah. is it. It's beautiful, great idea. But uh, yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for. Cliff is. I mean, it is Black Monday in the NFL, and there's going to be some people canned. And uh, should be going down today. You know, there's I a couple. Think. There's a couple people who said the Browns would fire their staff. That's a more uh, appealing job. What a wreck. That's a more appealing gig. Yeah, but there's something there that's just, yeah. You, know, you got Watson and Nick Chubb, and you get you get some. Get some stuff going on in Cleveland. It would be like, if I'm a coach, I'm like, all right, the building blocks are here. I don't know what you sell to a coach here other than full restart. There's no one on this team. DeAndre Hopkins. That's all. I mean, that is I – mean, Buda Baker, I guess, but, I mean, he's – you know, you can, Hollywood. Hollywood. Just Brown. get six Beautiful. wins in your first year. Yeah, beat four. <laughs> and show signs of life. But you've got to – You're screwed because you're either going to go with a rookie – and then and then you're battling this weird Kyler Murray versus the new guy thing. You can't, do you dra- I don't know what this team's going to do. But if I was a coach, I'd, I'd look elsewhere first. And that Houston job, which well, is a catastrophe job, is about as appealing as the Cardinals job. That's how bad the Cardinals are right now. The Houston Texans, who will have their fifth coach in three years, is now a little bit more appealing than the Arizona Cardinal position. And they haven't fired him yet. I thought just to make a statement. The whole staff's out today. Like for, like you'd wake up to that news. They did it the second the plane landed from uh, San Francisco. But boy, they. I guess they're going to wait for J.J. Watt's official retirement announcement. It's crazy. Terrible football. Uh, there's team. how many? Panthers? 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Broncos, Panthers, Houston, L.A.'s possible. Got a few of them, but it's interesting. And Toledo Seahawks are in the playoffs. How about that? Brady's Bengals, they, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Toledo Seahawks in the playoffs. Fantastic work. And Aaron Rodgers got his ass And Aaron Rodgers yes. is not, which is even better, although he's the ultimate winner because it came out over the week that he's dating the Milwaukee Bucks owner's daughter, who's very, very sexy. And Travis the world. Has billions of dollars, so a great move again by a legend goat quarterback to upgrade to a woman that makes more than him, which is just hard to fathom. Uh, he'll F it up. Oh, he'll F it up. Yeah. He's been doing I mean, that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Eventually no one will talk to that guy. But it's uh, He never does that. It's the the women, they blow it. Yeah. And I about uh <laughs> I couldn't take it yesterday, and I'm not alone. I talked to a lot of people's like watching these pregame shows all weekend long, Rex Ryan sobbing on Saturday uh, on camera about DeMar Hamlin. I mean, he's okay now. He's getting better. And Rex Ryan was blubbering on TV Saturday. And I'm like, you saved this for the air. You couldn't do this privately? You couldn't have had that moment privately? You, you blubbered like a moron on the air. Meanwhile, Peyton Hillis, because we didn't see it on TV. Coughing up sand. <laughs> Choking up sand on the beach while they did CPR. Ooh, just some stranger doing CPR after he saved kids from drowning in the ocean. Nobody's blubbering about that NFL brotherhood. Yeah. Because he didn't get it on the field. I don't understand that. And then so then the show went from blubbering morons who were like, it's our turn to be sad. It's our turn. I can't wait. To talking football and being normal. Then it would transition to the next show. Hi, welcome to our version. Okay, now watch us blubber. We're blubbering too. We're still sad. Look, we can outsad them. And it, Fox does their pregame pregame show with uh, Michael Vick and Carissa Thompson and all. Yeah, that. they blubbered and acted sad, and then did their show and laughed and goofed and had like a comedy bit and all this other stuff. And then they go to the Fox NFL Sunday team, and they're like, "No, no, we just watched that too, but we haven't had a chance." Next. to be sad. we're sad now. And then they were sad, and then they were fine. And then they did their comedy bit, and I'm like, good Lord, can we, can we, let's just crack the bones open, suck the marrow out of this story, and then uh, see if everybody, uh, if anyone will mention at all that he's he's doing really well. Did you get the feeling that watching Romo and Nance, that they were told to fill the blank spaces with every mention of DeMar Hamlin that they possibly could? That was not just just them. Every show. If there was a three to be mentioned, it was mentioned. And they couldn't wait to get it out there. In the middle of what was a decent game for three quarters. right? And there was Bill Belichick about to be the evil bastard that took all of that, you know, God's on this side and there's so much emotion. And he had the lead for a while. And I'm like, if anybody could deflate the sad balloon and ruin this moment... It's he that stretched guy it out in his pray for Demar shirt, which you know he had to be talked into wearing. What I like uh, too is the the pray for Demar. The uh, his response: "Thank you for all your prayers. Keep praying for me." Yeah, 
the kickoff run back happens, yeah. and Damar tweets out, OMFG. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Thank God. you. God bless. Thank you. God, God bless. bless you all. You mother <laughs> are the best. God damn it. I love God. He's a gangster. Yeah, it was. It's it's all just that. That was a dog and pony show of ratings and Q scores. I talked to somebody who do, I won't say who, but who does a lot of television, and he's like, "Oh, they've been guaranteed Q score rating this all week. They've been testing it with audiences. They go, what, what's your?" And everybody who gets tested is going to say, "Oh, this is important because otherwise you're a dick like me." And and they all did it. So the ESPN and everybody's like, oh, it is through the roof how much people like, you know, the way we're handling this. So get sad. They did it again on ESPN show. They were sad. Saturday they were sad. They were sad again for Sunday's off, uh, uh, audience. It was the same group of people. And it wasn't about the last week of play? No. It was the same group of people that were sad Saturday were sad Sunday for their performance. You stop being sad after, like... I've had family members die, and you're really sad, and then you talk to somebody about it. You might break down a little chatting about it, but you're not going to go out and go, all right, I'm going to give the exact, I'm going to say the exact same thing I said to Brett. I'm going to say it to Brady tomorrow, and it's gonna, I'm going to cry again as hard as I did yesterday. If you can do the same thing, that'd be great. We'd appreciate you, that. Yeah, you start not being as miserable. And also, you know, it's a nice showing, but all the teams out there, and then the, what are they, the Broncos and, uh, uh, they went out and it was Russell number three and whoever they played their number three. They prayed together. The two number threes prayed together. At the one this, guy. Like, uh, oh, for God! Two does the interception it's way over the top? And the dude's his high school better. classmate. I forget what team might have been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, oh, interception. Was. And then he puts the ball ball on yeah. number three. Yeah, the Colts. Yeah, because he went to visit him. And then he missed the interception at the end. He missed time. That it. was, and that was yeah. Hands. That was through his hands, and that was the <laughs> touchdown that Houston beat him. I didn't on. know that. Yeah. So, God was done with him. It, it was over the top. Brett nailed it. It was just overkill, especially because he's going to get better. You know what? It's weird. I'll say a good thing about it is some people on the outside got to make some money on the three merchandise. Boy, yeah. Well, they're all giving it to the foundation. Well, proceeds. Bootleg. <laughs> oh, there's loads of outside bootleg. Outside the stadium. Are you kidding me? A lot of pray for, pray for DMAR. Who's this? Oh, did I spell that wrong? Anyway, $10 off. <laughs> You're right. There was a ton of that stuff. It was just, it's almost like I was watching. I'm like, they're rooting for him to still be really. They are. Like, really sick. They are. Because he's keeps, not. Yeah. Yeah, OMFG from your hospital. But no, he's not, he's, you know, he's not out of the woods. But he's pretty much out of the woods. It's good that the uh, Bills at least said, we're going to honor your contract because you're on right. IR. Well, they didn't have to. The it's Steelers like, did it with the Ryan Chazier, yeah. which didn't get this kind of attention. The dude couldn't walk for a year. I got. I almost got to. Literally, almost got to the point where I'm like pulling a Jay Cutler. Don't, don't care. care. I, I don't. Because I, I, I definitely got yeah. there. I, I'm watching every single team have the exact same. Which means there was a memo that they all went out and circle prayed before the game in front of the fans. Couldn't do that in the locker room. Couldn't do that privately. Had to be Instagram worthy. Had to be uh, a showing. Like, look at we'll do it in front of the fans. We'll let them. You could have done this on your own, you know. Before it, it, it's all so public and gross. I just I found it so TV. It was just so television reality show weird that I was like, this doesn't seem authentic at all. And some of those guys, I'm sure, felt 
all of what they were feeling, the authenticity was there. It was their chance before a football game to go, man, you know, that was a moment. That first play was amazing. Pretty awesome that the, that the Patriots didn't cover that kick. Then you realized, oh, they did it again? There's something wrong with the Patriots special teams. And they kick it out of bounds. Right? Like, yeah, it was a mess. But the opener, you know, pretty was awesome. cool. But then when Belichick and the boys come down and respond. Yeah. and they just, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, it's only the Bills. If there was a, yeah, if there was ever a guy you just thought, oh, he's going to Darth Vader this moment so badly, it was Bill. And he almost did. They were tight in that thing. So what are you going to do? I'm glad, I'm glad the, yesterday, though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I'm glad the guy's okay. That's the best part. It's like yesterday should have been a celebration yeah. of like how amazing this. And then last night the Packers guy decides to go shove one of the um, Lions. Yeah, uh, what was up with that? I don't know. They came out to attend to a guy who was hurt, and the Packers safety pushed one of the medical guys <laughs> in the back because he grabbed him by the arm and said, move, I've got to get to Swift. He's hurt. And he pushed him. Like no man, I'm like I think this is the week that you don't you don't bang into the uh, first responders. Yeah, on, you got let them <laughs> get there. Team, yeah. Let them get to the let them get to the injured players. Crazy. Yeah, yesterday should have been more of a you know a celebration of how how quickly that situation got good. It's four days. Oh, I just wanted to make sure they showed everyone the unity that the league has. Unity, the league has it has none. Get one dude that kneels for the national anthem and watch that unity. There, please. I don't think the Cardinals even get along with each other, let alone unity with another team. I'm not surprised, John, that you're acting this way because you yeah. have no idea what it's like. To it's be. true. Neither do you. You know, we've never put the pads on. <laughs> you're not part of the brotherhood. We never put the pads on. They kept saying that until you put the pads on. Rex Ryan during his blubber fest. Until you, until you put pads on. And get out there. I'm like, when did you put pads on, fat ass? You were your dad's coach at 22. Just the brotherhood. And I'm like, you were never part of it. According He's to in your, the game, bro. Yeah, oh, I see. You were. You got an NFL check. Guess what? So did I. I used to do the pregame show for the Cardinals. <laughs> then you know. Boo, I had those close to guys who put pads on. It was, it was disgusting. Disgusting. And everybody who's, you know, it was great to watch. The, the Bills were going to beat the Patriots anyway. The fact it was yeah. that close was a little bit nerve-wracking. But, yeah, so it's all decided, and everything's okay. And the, and the Bengals, whose heart was all with DeMar, by the way, yesterday, I don't know if there's a running back or if it was a receiver, hit a coin in his, in his oh, gloves yeah, yeah. because he was mocking the way that the they flip. handled the situation with the coin flip. He planned that. Yep. And so all this thought of, like, DeMar first. The game, here's your flip. Yeah, the game secondary. Like, here's your flip, bitches. Yeah, the dude had a – a touchdown celebration on point for saying we don't like how this got handled. And it's like, you guys were part of it. I'm like carrying the ball. I would want yeah, a, coin a coin in, in my hand palm. inside my yeah. glove. That worked out for him. It did. He's got props. He's Carrot Top. I like it. He's dressed like Carrot Top. He's in a Bengals out, uh, uniform. So <laughs> they look just like if Carrot Top were to design a team. Uh, anyway, it was a goofy day, but they're all on. Cliff Kingsbury will be fired. My guess is before the end of the show. Think we so? should fan duel a time right now when you think you get the news. I say 7.20. We'll know Cliff Kingsbury's officially out. They won't do a press conference? Well, they won't do a presser. They'll, they'll, release, a, they'll release a statement. It'll be announced. Maybe not even a statement will be released, but the NFL Network guys will have inside sources tell you. That he's out by seven twenty. It's going down right now. It's half, oh, it's done. But they're just going to make the 
They'll leak it first before the official announcement. It'll be 720 this morning. And they can't do anything on the uh, Kime situation. Can't fire him. He's got a medical issue. Quote, unquote. Genius. <laughs> yeah, quote, unquote. John, the smartest cardinal left yesterday in tears in San Francisco. Yeah. That's AJ. the truth. Yeah, he's the smart one. Yeah, he's the smart one. And you know what uh, nobody paid attention to is probably A.J. Green's last game, too. Those two guys are uh, they're bailing out properly. It's a he, proper way to go. And he had a fun catch on his last game. Yeah, he had a touchdown and everything else. He got to go. He got one of their touchdowns for the year. One of their, what, eight? Eight or nine in 17 games. Oh, that Cardinals team. What a dis- And the Suns are no better. I went to the Suns game last night. My uh, I had a uh, last-second cancellation, so I got to the H&H Ranch, and then the guy I was supposed to go was like, I can't make it. So I'm like, well, damn it. I can't do things alone. I'm weird. So I sat and watched the first half of the H&H Ranch and then went home. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just ate them. <laughs> it was a last-second thing. Eh, what are you going to do? That's all right. I had a busy morning. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. Uh, 585-9800. That is the phone number. Uh, you give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUBD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUBD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.